Hello and welcome to the Bad Movie Reviews channel hosted by none other than myself, Ben, and we've got Daniel behind the camera for this one. All right, we'll, uh, we'll just start it off. Let's try something a bit different this time. Thought we'd do a little bit of an interview format. Unfortunately, I could not make it to this uh, wonderful film that Ben will be reviewing today. Yeah, so for anyone who doesn't know, I've just caught The the Whale, which is Darren Aronofsky's latest. Um, Daniel was unable to catch the session, but thought a review would be better than, than none. So um, I guess Daniel probably thought of some questions, being he's an avid fan of Mother and probably has a few regarding the movie. Um, I've obviously got my opinions and thoughts but i guess if you want to you know ask away look mother still scars me generally that movie i've watched it a couple of times now and i shouldn't have it is phenomenal but anyway we'll go on to it we'll just start where we kind of normally would in a podcast format what were your initial thoughts on this film give me a kind of rough rundown of your overall thoughts on this film overall yeah it's um definitely an interesting one i can understand that it's certainly not for everyone it is definitely a hard watch which Darren Aronofsky is no stranger to, for anyone who doesn't know, as I said, he has directed Mother, um, Black Swan, which is another thought-provoking, messed-up film, The Wrestler, Requiem for a Dream. Uh, The plot, for anyone who doesn't know, is very similar to The Wrestler, actually, a previous film of his. It's set over a week period where Brennan Fraser um, is playing a man who weighs 600 pounds. They don't actually say it in the movie, but on the internet, that's exactly what it says, which, which isn't isn't light let's put it that way um and he essentially is given a medical you know prognosis and and tries to reconnect with his estranged daughter um so that's basically the plot it's it's a very as the plot kind of gives away it's a very hard to watch film it's certainly a performance-based film it's only there's only about five cast members in the film not many so it's very it's uh, 99 of the movie for instance takes place in his apartment so it's no um it's not like a normal film where you're watching there's hundreds and hundreds of location. It's really claustrophobic and it's made to feel that way. It's also filmed in a four by three setting, which for anyone who doesn't know, it's about a quarter of the screen yeah. and um, height. And it's also made in a very interesting way. There's, it seems, feels like there's no color correction. It's made in a very realistic way, which I guess kind of evokes that, that claustrophobic feeling. And um, it definitely worked for the film and it's, easily a performance-based film like Brendan Fraser obviously he's pretty much the front runner for the Oscar pretty much sewn it up after this film it's it's he's very very good Sadie Sink's also fantastic and Hong Chow who's his friend slash like nurse who looks after him yeah okay. is, is fantastic um certain moments didn't hit for me but the the characters I really liked the one thing that this film does brilliantly right which it, it, it's very human. It's human in a way that I can't really explain extremely well to the point where everyone's kind of a dick. <laughs> Good. But like also extremely nice. But what it does, right, is it shows you both sides of the story like that we don't get, I guess, in real life. Like you might meet someone and you're like, fuck, you know, they're a wanker. Yep. What this film does is it shows you these moments and it shows, you know, for instance, this one character saying something really messed up or really hurtful but then it also shows what they've been through and what they've dealt with and the pain and the loss and the grief that they've... A lot of realism. A lot, yeah, like realistic. And it yep. showed that that's something that we don't really get the, you know, like the benefit of in real life in, in terms of finding out those sort of deeper things as to, you know, this woman's like this because she's seen her, you know, 
brother pass away and go through this same situation. And that's why she's so angry because he's, you know, eating himself to death kind of thing. So it's like, it shows that, um, it's not really spoilers by the way. That's, it sounds um, very difficult to watch though. It is. It is yeah. hard to watch. Um, I definitely, I must admit, I was a bit more dried eyed than I thought. I thought it was going to be really, really heavy hitting and there are heavy hitting scenes, but it's, um, it doesn't sort of evoke, like I'm not bawling my eyes out like Marley or me or Coco or anything. It's, um, it's 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 hard to watch certainly but it's not like you know like i'm bawling my eyes out kind of depressing kind of thing but um i just loved that aspect but yeah not not every moment hit for me there were emotional moments but um the ending was kind of lost me a little bit but other than that there's certainly things to take away from it you know you kind of want to contact everyone you love and yeah tell them you you care about them and to stop you know being a dickhead and shit. <laughs> fair, fair. Well, uh, you kind of touched on it a fair bit throughout that, but uh, with Brendan Fraser's acting, seeing it as is one of his kind of like comeback films per se back into it, um, how do you, I guess, kind of rate his role that he played and how he acted throughout that entire film and was it a worthy comeback? Yeah, it yeah, was. It was um, good. It, it's, it's also, the, the film's also written by Samuel Hunter, which I looked up. He also wrote the play. Oh, okay. So I don't know if they've rewritten the script or whether it's something that they've just went, here's the play, let's make it. Yeah. And you can tell it's very much adapted from a play, just the fact that it's all one setting kind of thing. But in terms of his performance, he really, like the, the script is what I guess he worked with um, heavily. But Darren Aronofsky, as you've seen with Mother, I don't know if you've seen the other films I named, he has an ability to get these performances out of people. Um, and that performance is something that we've never really seen. Um, he really, it's something that I don't think he could play, you know, 20 years ago when he was doing The Mummy, George in the Jungle, things like that. Yeah. Because he evokes so much pain and hurt that it almost feels like everything he went through in the past 20 years where Hollywood have shut him out, all the assault rumours and things like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's rumours, but all that situation, it's almost as if... He, yeah, like it's it's almost as if the stuff he went through, he really went, I'm going to, you know. Yeah, okay. Steal that. Like, he's really make, put his uh, full heart and soul into it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you've seen the trailer, the, the one oh. line, for instance, where he's like, I want to do one thing good in my life. I was tearing up at that moment. Like that's a very hard-hitting scene. It looked tough. Um, but it's definitely worthy of a comeback and I would be extremely happy. They're, they're vastly different performances, like Colin Farrell's in Banshees or even Austin Butler's in Elvis. I would yep. not be complaining if Brendan Fraser won the Oscar at all. I don't yeah, necessarily okay. think he's better than either of them just because they're vastly different, right? But um, definitely worthy of coming back for it. It's Fair. something – I don't know if I'll watch the film again just because, as I said, it is very – All right, so if I go to watch it, I'll watch it by myself. Because, yeah. <laughs> Get, you kind of touched on a bit out of your initial review again, but um, what was this film's, I guess give me the rough Bones version of it, what would you think, think this film's uh, greatest strength is and maybe greatest weakness? The greatest strength is definitely the performances and the ability to evoke emotion, as I said. Like in terms of the setting, like he directed the shit out of this movie. Like everything is done for a reason, the fact that it's four by three, it's already claustrophobic with that. It's in one setting. It's... um. Like it's coloured to feel really realistic. The best bit definitely is the performances though. Like the film doesn't work if it's got poor performances because it's, as I said, it's being such a heavy hitting film in one setting as well. It really relies on the performance. It's not as if it's like 
you know, what, what we saw the other film with, with Tar, where there is one performance, but it's got other aspects that really need to hit, like the music, the, the story yeah, and things yeah. like that, whereas this is almost, regardless of the story, it's, it's just one setting, it's just a performance-based film. In terms of its weakness, it actually probably comes to that as well. Um, performances? It, it comes, uh, like, in a weird way, it's its greatest strength, but also its greatest, weak, greatest weaknesses because it, I think it relies too heavily on it. Okay. So in terms of the performances, while they're so good, it's relying so heavily on it that while you build these characters up and, you know, the you, you evoke those feelings, it's really focused on that too, so much that the ending kind of by that time had so much built up tension between, you know, the main two characters, Brennan Fraser and his daughter, Sadie Sink, who, you know, we also see in Stranger Things, which she was great. It, it's almost... I mean, for certain people it might be, but for me the payoff of the ending, like, I mean, his whole idea of it with the seven days that it's set in is to reconnect with his daughter, right? And it's like I I feel like it either was too short or they they probably edited it a bit weirdly or pacing yeah, okay. in terms like yeah. it just feels like the payoff wasn't quite there because we potentially spent too much time with these not necessarily Fraser's character, but potentially the side character, you know, like um, there's, I guess, a Jehovah's Witness character that spends a bit of time and it's just the payoff of the ending and the emotional side of it. It didn't necessarily hit for me. Not that it didn't, wasn't, it was awful or anything, but um, I think that was his greatest weakness is that I guess it, it focused too much on that aspect. It's mm, really interesting. I really want to kind of watch this film now. It sounds good. <laughs> you explain it really well. Um, I guess comparing this film to other films Darren Aronofsky has directed, um, does it have any similar traits or themes that kind of he's used again or carried over between the films or is it just kind of like a new messed up take, kind of like what he's done with most of his other ones? It's actually probably his lead. Like I know he filmed Noah in like 2014, which is real bad, the Russell Crowe film, whereas yeah. Noah's are. Like that obviously went into more the biblical side of things, which we also saw with like Mother. But um this one does deal a lot with faith and religion. As I said, there's a Jehovah's Witness character. Um, I don't want to, I guess, delve into the plot too much. I was about to go say something, but it would be yep, spoilers. Yep. So um, there is sort of in terms of like faith and religion and being accepted by God, they do kind of go a bit into that. Um, you said that in a few films now, Mother and Noah. Well, Mother, Noah. Um, yep. But I, I guess the overall plot's very similar to Wrestler. Like realistically, Wrestler's about, a, I mean, a former wrestler who – um, tries to reconnect with his daughter after a health prognosis and this is essentially the exact same much, baseline yeah. plot. Yeah. Um, but in terms of it, it's probably actually his least messed up film. Cool. I mean, Mother was really fucked up. Requiem for a Dream, which I love, is, I mean, about heroin addiction basically and really this is hard to watch at moments where you obviously see a 600-pound man eating four slices of pizza in like, you know, in one hand kind of thing. Like it's kind of like but you can't look away. Whereas like obviously the other film, Mother, you see, you know, a baby's neck getting snapped. And like yeah, a, it's, a, like it's just completely, completely different, I guess, vastness of different. Yep. But yep. this is – the thing about this is there's a lot more human. Okay. It's obviously Mother, like even though like it's messed up, it's obviously quite far-fetched and based on like, you know, a, a religion um, – a religious piece, whereas this is very human and realistic in a way. And it's, it comes down to the main thing of dealing with loss and grief and, and like it's something that I can genuinely see someone going through if they did lose a partner or a loved yeah, one okay. where they go through that hole of comfort eating and then they, they just want to die essentially. That's very um, relatable. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, would you yeah. Would you yeah. recommend this film at all to your kind of friends or family? I don't see your mum going to go watch it, but do you, but is, it, is it worth a watch? It's, it is worth a watch for perform. Like I think for performances alone, it's definitely worth a watch. The screening was actually quite packed, and there there weren't many dry eyes by the end. Um, let's put it that way. It's definitely worth a watch for the performance alone, and I think everyone can take something out of it. As I said, the human side of things. I think it. I walk out wanting to be a better person. Yeah, okay. I mean, over you, you kind of get it in the trailer. He's obviously been a bit of a like awful dad, neglected his daughter, wants yeah. to reconnect in his when he's dying basically so it's yep. like everyone i think can take something good out of it of wanting to be a better person wanting to be potentially a better father brother sister son daughter like you know daughter um it's certainly not whether they enjoy it i'm not too sure because it is quite hard watching a 600 pound man eat his life away and like yep. obviously the depressive state he's in certain people in certain state of minds you know they might watch that and think this is too hard to watch because they might have be able to relate to it too much or yeah so it's i would definitely recommend it but i think it's one of those films you need to be very careful about who you recommend it to gotcha gotcha i actually probably would say my mum would you know probably wouldn't mind it really (laughs) it's not it's not hard to watch in terms of like it's you know really really messed up it's just very emotional it's an emotional ride basically so um i definitely recommend the viewers to see it and i'm sure they have if they're in america um yeah, cool. Unfortunately, we get a late release here. Always, always. Um, I've got two more and they're, they're very quick and they're very basic and they're, they're definitely more of a lighter note compared to some of the tough ones that I've just asked. But um, stolen a bit of the old rotten, rotten tomatoes here. Out of Dirty Socks, uh, where Clean Socks is a perfect movie and 10 Dirty Socks is the worst movie, uh, where do you place this film out of socks that are dirty? Socks that are dirty. <laughs> um, I'd give it out of... So... Clean being perfect. I'd give it like <laughs> a clean sock with like a bit of, you know, like I'd get like in, in terms of rate, we don't usually rate films on here just because I'm sure if I see this film a second time, I'll probably take different things away yeah, from it. Course. But like yeah, yeah. at the moment, if I'm rating it out of five or 10, as you say, like I'd give it seven out of 10, like dirty, so like, you know, like it's seven gotcha. out of so 10 it's in cleanliness. Only, it's only like There's two certain or... moments that didn't hit for me, but it's, it's definitely something that'll sit with me for quite a while. And I, it's not one of those films you enjoy. As, as we've, we always yeah. talk about, but you can yeah. definitely respect the craft, respect the art behind it and, you know, watch it for the performances alone. Like it's just, yeah. All right, my uh, last one and then you can finish it up there. Uh, last but not least, um, describe to, I guess, our listeners and myself or I guess summarise in total this entire film in only three words. Give it your best crack. Three words. <laughs> three words that sum up this film. Maybe just pick an aspect and go bang this, you know. Do they have to like? Do they have to be a sentence, or can I just pick three random words? You can do three random words. You can do three words that make like a sentence. So it was in fantastic movie twenty twenty three. That's three words. You know, whatever. Give your best crack. <laughs> yep, good. Um, <laughs> tearfully claustrophobic. Yeah, that's a difficult one. It's hard Te- to follow up. claustrophobic, messy. Yeah, gotcha. Like it's, it, yeah, tearfully yeah. like, yeah. It sounds like a hard time. It's a sure. hard time. Yeah. It's not. It's not an easy watch. Luckily, yeah. it's only two hours, if that. I think. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. 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 So wait. Well, that's Other pretty that. much uh, it for me. You can uh, clock Is up there, close boss. it off. Well, if you have seen it, 
let us know what you think in the comments below. Let us know if you like this format. I'm sure there's films in the future that um, I'll see that Daniel might not or vice versa. Um, so let us know what you think in the comments. Other than that, I'm sure we'll see you later this week when Oscar announce their nominations, which I'm sure we'll see Brendan Fraser and probably makeup and hairstyling considering he actually wore a 600-pound fat suit. So really? um, other than that, we'll catch you next time. Awesome. Thanks, guys.